Shemesh. In US and A, if you want to marry a girl, you cannot just go to her father's house and swap her for 15 gallons of insecticide. Before American woman will allow you in her vagine, you must do something called dating. Welcome to Abev with Stev. The isolation episode of Abev with Stev. Today we're going to dust off some footage and it's a thing that's on everyone's minds right now and that's dating shows. So we're going to watch five dating shows, maybe four, I can't remember. So we're starting with the biggest one, which is First Dates. How are we going to do this? This is a commentary. This is a watch along. Um, We've been watching this for 10 years. Emily, you're not going to say anything because this is your favourite show. And also... It's not my favourite show. All right, well, your favourite dating show is The Big Fish. Because, you know, in this one, we talk about the New York one. We do the Dating My Ex, or whatever it's called. And here we are with season 14, episode 2. More experimental things, 50 shades. Yeah. Pebbles and... Here we have two slightly overweight people talking about fetishes. See, this is why it's a good show. Suggestive looks and stuff. So you love the format. You've watched all different versions. You've watched the Irish version, the Canadian version. I think there is an American version, but this version's the best. Mm-hmm. The dynamic of the um, staff is always interesting because they always tease them that they're going to get it on with someone and they never do. And it's suggestive. So it's, that element for me is mildly frustrating. Use of Huey Lewis in the news, yes, like that. Usually, um, these women in the restaurants aren't, you know, that kind of fun, flirty, happy, or English. Is that so. Huey Lewis? Yeah. I know that harmonica tone. Mm. A lot of people talk like this on the show, Emily, trying to connect with people that like it. You know, working class and that. Are you sure? I do kind of struggle, to be fair. 50% of girls do like taller guys. Oh, wow, you're short. If I'm on a night out, I kind of like trying to find out like a little high seat and just sit on it all night. That kind of works, to be fair. There's a lot of small women as well, though. Uh, I came from Leicester. He's from Leicester. The Leicester accent's hard to spot. I went out of a lady from Leicester, and I didn't know she was from out of London. He's my height. Five three. Well, it's five four. Isn't it? <clears throat> you five four? No, I'm five three. Five three and a half. That's the that's the perception that people get. But I'm like tired of that person. I want to like settle down and find a missus. So do you think this is still the best dating show? 
I don't really watch it that much anymore. We watch it when we're drunk and we've got in at like 3am with a, with a pe- oven pizza. We watched it when it first came out because they had tapped into something in terms of the format so that they don't feel the cameras being around, that mm. it, it feels they can be more natural and kind of expose things. I think they did something early on that allowed them to be more natural, which made it more interesting to watch. But as the show carried on... Mm. And people caught onto the format, and the producers caught onto what people liked about the format. They just started regurgitating it in every single episode. So now there's. So you're not into it anymore. It doesn't spark as much joy as it used to. Well, we haven't watched this episode yet. It's looking pretty good. They've got two short people together. I mean, critical question, we're together and we don't appear to have coronavirus yet, but would we be dating we if we were single? We to have coronavirus. We might just Yeah, we might just flush it out. Asymptomatic. No, we might have it, but just not know that we have it. I reckon I'm quite strong the immune system right now because I've had colds and infections, AIDS, everything the last three months. Mm. So, um, yeah. Would you date, though? If Would you go on a dating show? Would we be dating? If, I think I would. I'd like to see you on a dating show, obviously. Yeah, I'd be good. But yeah, but don't you remember we actually watched that one episode of this, the first dates, which was in like Canada or something. Yeah. I remember they actually caught the guy going out and uh, taking a call from his wife. Right. And they found out he was actually married. Just And was the wife going, how's it going? I don't, no, I don't remember. Mm. But that's the only time I've ever seen that that's happened. But I'm sure people do do it. How do you think this date's going? I don't know. You've been talking to her. So we have two short people. One's a footballer and she's got very nice teeth. Nice and white. For an English girl. She has really long teeth. Yeah. Well, it, when they don't look like a car wreck, I usually say they're good teeth. I do have food in front of some tomatoes and onions. So it's not, like, it's not going to kill me. You're just a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> I have an intolerance to tomatoes and that's done out of taste. Here comes the quirky second date. Also on this show, people just don't really have self-esteem and they don't seem like they're the people that I'm um, encountering in the West End near St Paul's. Mm. Well, that's because they're shipping them in from all over the country. They're real people, they're humans, with flaws and vulnerability and likability. When we actually went to this restaurant, it was full of city boys dressed on the phone, still working, wasn't it? There were about three women in there, and I think they work there. Mm. All right, so that's the first date segment. Um, I still think it's the best show myself. It's got to be the English version. I like the staff. Obviously, um, Claude, whatever his name is, is a hospitality industry icon now. Good gig for the voiceover artists, lots of advertising involved. Everybody loves it when you bring it up. Enjoyable show to watch, but only sometimes to me. Sometimes I walk out halfway through and leave you with it. And you sometimes cry watching this, or is that too private to tell people? Emily loves love, but not this podcast nowadays. But I can't any. It doesn't make me cry anymore because they know exactly. Now yeah. we just make fun of the fact that. The heartstring. When moments. the heartstring, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you can feel it coming. They obviously really dig for struggles, and sometimes it's, they're really trying to, they're really reaching. We haven't tested, you want to test the new show on Netflix to like, where they put them all in boxes 
and and there's the show where they look at, at people's dicks and decide if they want to go out <laughs> yeah. of them should we do that that's amazing should we do that segment but you don't want that's to do this so anymore British, today yeah and what's the american one they put them in a box and what do they do starve them or i don't something. even know if it's british but it's on netflix chill out watch your dating shows love one another enjoy life and remember, when this is over, we do have to interact with each other again because that's what was missing in society, I think. I think this is the peak of this kind of internet. I think people are starting to realise you turn it on in the morning and it's not making you feel better, really, is it? So hopefully we can get out of this kind of digital virtual living and really interact, man. That's where the fun's at. When we were in the pub the other night, that was good. Even if it is the last night on Earth. Got to enjoy. I mean, bugs are only alive for a day, aren't they? What if we were only alive for a day? I'm going to worry about it and buy a toilet roll all day. Nah. Right, I'll be back with um, First Dates or one of the other dating shows. And we might add another segment here in 2020 with the show where they look at their fannies and dicks. What's that called? Yeah. Shout out if you know it at home. Yeah, I can't actually think of what it's called. Have you ever dated someone based on just seeing their genitals? I haven't had the opportunity. Me neither. D- dating's changed, Emily, in no. 10 years. Who knows how they do it now on the apps. Swipe left. All right. See you later. See you in a bit. <laughs> do you like what you see? I love what I see. Would you like to touch what you see? Yes. Yes, I would. Would you like to go out with me? Uh, yes, I would. Would you like to fuck me? Bingo. Well, then let's see what you've got. Doesn't interest me. Nothing there. Nothing there? Just exactly what would interest you? Something the size of a jumbo jet? Have you been circumcised? Yeah, I have. Why? Well, your doctor must have cut a big portion of it off. No, he, uh, he was a good doctor. Good doctors make mistakes, too. That's why they buy insurance. Hey, don't worry. I got enough. It's big. I want bigger. So what we're going to be doing is a commentary on the show Eating With My Ex... We've just watched one episode. I can't find the Wikipedia. Right, so Emily, this is originally called A Night With My Ex. It's an American reality series. It premiered in 2017 on Bravo. So this is the English version. BBC Three is where this is at. Is that where all the trash on BBC ends up? Yeah, so... Well, BBC Three was a channel, and now it's only online, or only on the iPlayer. Anyway, we just watched an episode, and now we're going to watch another, and we're going to commentate. We are on episode three. Let's just find it. Right, here we go. Episode three on iPlayer of Eating With My Ex. What I'm discovering is that people come for the free dinner, right? They're all, like, under 25, and yeah. they're all into a free dinner oh with God, someone they already said know. It. What, when she said, why are you, why are we here? And he said, well, just a bit of free dinner, isn't it? Meet Jordan, Josh, and Alexi, who all want to eat their exes. 
Danny look a bit like Cruz? Mm, no. He looks like Ronaldo. He does, actually. Oh, he goes to the gym. He's got the tights on. Topless waiter. Wow. <laughs> what else? What other job are you going to do when you're 22? Yeah, I guess. It's nice, mate. Nice. <laughs> Don't know about her head, though. Imagine if they interviewed you about me, and they're like, "What do you like about? Um, what do you like when you first saw her?" And you're like, "Yeah, big bomb." Fucking great ass, mate. <laughs> oh, she works at Hair on Broadway. What? Oh, and I thought that a real turn on. It's <laughs> all over some other girl. What's with all these cocktails? Oh, yeah, I think they're drinking cocktails because it's on the BBC, right? Otherwise, they're just they get, get the most expensive drink they can. Yeah, would two guys like that normally be drinking those? In Essex, drinks? maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. So, he had an apology. For some reason, he just thought he was, like, in the right. Right. That's another beard. Well, that wouldn't have happened. Young people with beards. And now young people just ghost each other, don't they? So it's kind of weird, so they need this closure. <laughs> oh, mate, you can't say that! Friends of benefits! This show is going to devolve very quickly, isn't it? Hiya. Hiya. This is glorified sex here, isn't it? Let's do it then. Have you drink? Oh, well, I've got my own sex on the beach. <laughs> 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 Sex on the beach, you said. I just want to get his pants off me, eh? Free dinner, isn't it? Oh, man. Good start. So, out of the dating shows, yeah. where do they rank for you? Because obviously we're regular watchers of a few of them. I think this is trash, and yeah. I just want to make it clear that you are the only one who's I put this on whilst we're eating a, a vegetarian sausage and, and scrambled egg sandwich. For me, this it's is... It's a 20-minute commitment. Yeah. I don't think any, any of the other ones really rank. You you like dinner date. Dinner date. Like Come on. <laughs> With that girl from up north is in two packets of whatever it is, two pints and a packet of crisps. All check it out, love. He's carving up the bacon. (laughs) And what about Come Dine With Me, the classic? These were a revolution for you when you moved to England. Yeah, but that's because we had Freeview. We didn't have any cable. We didn't have Netflix. We didn't have anything. Oh, he's brought flowers. If we were going to watch TV, Dinner Date was like, or Come Dine With Me was the only kind of... But it's got tired now, isn't it? The voiceover voiceover guy is great. What's your favourite dating show then? I do like dinner date. You don't like first dates because you don't like the way it's become very formulaic where now they have to it's do this the cast. They have yeah. to, yeah. Every single story has to have the humour, like the charm and the sad bit. And it's like a bit forced. Mm. They don't have people that are 50 or 40 that are dating. You know, like Mr. Big types. That's why, because I want... To watch someone that's got can string a sentence together and has a job, and that's when it's really interesting when there's two smart people, you know. You say that while we're watching this, the last episode <laughs> of which was like, "All right, babes." Like, All right, babe. Yeah, All right, but they're babes. like Harrow people. I quite like that. I mean, there's I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying there, but like, it would be good first dates if they actually had the odd date where someone could string. But it's like they they have a really polished kind of accomplished yeah. setting, and then it's still basically this. I like dinner date as well because it's in people's flats. But it's never their flats, is it? It's always you can. And always it's usually tell it's hot, parents. and they're usually hotter on dinner date. You can tell it's their parents or you know their friends' place that they're using, so you don't really get a sense of them or who they are mm. and the people at the end of it i mean how many episodes of dinner date have we watched does it ever say they yeah. never say it's together it's like they exchange numbers and have well, never gotten that may be down to the show the research they do with uh first dates they obviously pet pair them don't they based on like a dating app or yeah. you know a dating agency but then dinner date what is it they pick them based on food what they've and it's completely kind of you know, arbitrary, isn't it? Well, if I like prawns and someone else does, it's just a dish you like. I don't think it says anything about you as a person mm. or how you'd be compatible. Maybe me and Hitler both like chicken sandwiches, but it doesn't mean I, you know, got the same values or would be compatible with him. Maybe I would. Well, uh, they, what they clearly do with the little puns in the titles of the food as well is that they tell them i'm italian i'm black right so they try and i'm a wrestler what they are where they're from that type of thing in the food that they're making but yeah that doesn't necessarily translate to someone you'd want to spend time with back to essex oh this is our favorite one this is the one we expected ronaldo and the page free girl just because they're not really interested in getting back together they just they're just gonna shag look you can see she's still into it But it was well easy, mate. Keep my personality, like, keep my positive, like, just cheeky. What personality, bruv? What if you turn up to dinner wearing that? She's wearing the wrong size bra. 90% of women wear the wrong size bra, Emily. So, when you worked in the bra section of M&S when you were 16, yeah. how did you learn about the women's bra sizes and, like, how to fit the right, how to get the right size bra? Well, I just read that, that 90% of women wear the wrong size bra, and I can always see that women are wearing these bras where it's making a mark through a top, so it's clearly too tight. Or they've got the thing where their boobs are a different shape in and out of the bra. Right. But when I worked in M&S, yeah, I was actually put in the fitting room quite a lot. But all that meant is that they gave me, they showed me the amount of bras they had. And I gave them a token that said three or four or two or whatever. But they were sort of 50-year-old M&S women. It's so women. weird to me that they would put a 16-year-old boy in the bra section like... I know, and I only slept with like a, a few of these women. I was never caught or fired. But... um. That was then. I was. I always remember back in two thousand and one, two. This was when I was in the lingerie section. It was whilst I was at uni as well. I um, I had this idea for bum fleece lingerie because I've got such unimaginative friends sometimes that I had to give my own nickname. So I was bum fleece. And this this idea was a lingerie brand made of fleece. So I was talking to these women about that. And uh, the odd receipt that I had when it took ages for something to happen, when someone else was packing for me, I was like, I can't remember how this happened. But I used to write, coming soon, the year 2010, bum fleece lingerie. And it would be like a drawing of... Because fleece was quite big in like 2000, 2001 yeah. in the winters. Well, 
wonder how the look of fleas. one of their employees writing that on the receipts. I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea now. And actually around that time as well, uh, women had the thong above... Yeah. Was that in America? Yeah. Yeah, so that was very teasing. I remember sitting at uni, like, with a permanent boner with all these women, like... With the like lower back tats yeah, just above the... Uh, yeah, the, well, not... Yeah, Trap the tats. thong was a big... A lot of women did that. So my idea is it'd be very... Um, you know, it'd be very distinctive and unique and noticeable that it's fleece that's popping Although, above the pant clear, line. It wasn't, it was a byproduct of the low-rise jeans, right? right so it right. was the fact that low-rise jeans, unlike now where it's the high-rise, which is also going to go out of fashion very quickly. Yeah. But the, it was low-rise for the 90s and the early 2000s. But I think you, could, you would have got away with having a bad body easier by having the low-rise and then they were baggy as well. There was a band here called All Saints who I actually went to see instead of James Brown at the V Festival in 2000, which is highly shameful. <laughs> but they were bringing, they were like pioneers of that fashion of the thong above the sort of waistline and then these baggy sort of khakis below it. But you, you mean like pulling up the side strings above the jeans and stuff so you could see them? Because that's intentional. That's different. Yeah. Well, that was bum fleece lingerie and it still might come out. All right, well done. So they stayed together and the other two didn't. Usually the most serious relationship stays together, is what we're learning from the two episodes we watched today. Ugh. God, it's like, it's like she's a sister. I mean, do couples have to look right together? Do we look right together? Yeah, we're both fit. <laughs> don't have to worry about it. <laughs> we're in a band and everything. All right, thank you for joining us on this experiment, which was eating with my ex, a commentary. Hey, preacher. Yeah? You and I got nothing to do. Let's fuck. Shut up. We just watched quite an affecting episode of Dating Around, which is on Netflix for all you millennials, 25-year-olds going on dates, but we have avoided a couple of episodes with 70-year-olds and all that sort of stuff. Um, So now we're watching the last episode of the series of that. How do you find it? That that last one was hard to get through. Oh, what episode is that if people watch it? It's called Sarah. Oh, this fucking hipster bitch, insecure, uh, outrage person. around 500 tweets today, 950 tweets in the last hour dating. Yeah, people are watching it. It's good though. It's nice to see New York. It oh reminds us of our 20s. All right. Okay, yeah. Already. Sarah's response to men of color was peak white feminism. Eek. Okay. I bet you people are going to be talking about her episode a lot. Yeah, and then it was a, in episode one, there was a sort of the, the Ken doll, Patrick Bateman type. Yeah. Skinny guy in a suit, plain face, no memorable features. And it, that was quite an enjoyable episode. He went out with like a this kind of fun kind of mixed race guy. And she went, so do you get out and dance a lot? Is that what she said? Yeah, do you go dancing often? Do you go dancing? <laughs> I'm going to use that in like sales meetings. Oh, her, the one from New Jersey. The dirty one who kind of like... Oh, she, she was dirty. She's like, she's like, hey, lad, get in the cab. She was ordering him around. That was a fun... Like we've had a... T- so we've watched two episodes... Or is it three? <laughs> Yeah, so we've had a we've had a terrible episode just then, and the first one I thought was really good because New York's a like really fun city, but this girl just then was like, oh, I never go to Manhattan, I hate it, and all that. I would never raise a child, and it is terrible. Right, so now we're going to do a commentary of the final episode of the series of Dating Around. Sarah. Oh, 
Yes. I I'm nervous, but like, I've never been on a blind date before, so. Me either. I'm like the goody girl. Well, I've never done a drug. And you? Oh, yeah, I love them. Oh, my God. This conversation just took a really interesting turn. <laughs> Here's the first blind dates. Woo! <laughs> So we're going to fire up the final episode of the series of Dating Around. There would have been a dating segment from a girl I speak to at work who is on loads of apps. Not that she's like, but she's on apps and she shows me. And the way she swipes is like, you know, like if you're hitting something or you're shaking it like a Polaroid picture, like that sort of action. Or indeed wanking, masturbating, whatever. That's how quickly she swipes right. Right is when you don't want them, isn't it? No, right is when you do want them. Swipe, yeah. Is it? Yeah. All right, so she's swiping left, like that. I'm like, hold on, let's just look at him. So if you, if we... But we've never been on them. Yeah, but if we broke up tonight, you wouldn't, you would still just, even in London, you, would, you wouldn't even try the apps. You would still just go out and go to a bar and hope for the best. You might, you might be interested in that. I think there is something compelling about it, right? <laughs> telling me that you would. Eh. Well, yeah, I've never, I mean... You have a curiosity, don't you, in dating, yeah. where, oh, this girl's all right. And if you are married to someone or you're with someone for years, all you people out there will know this, there's a certain way that works for you, you will suddenly think, well, bloody hell, this girl's completely different. And you feel not like you're missing out on something, but like, that's a different thing. But then you realise it's a, you know, grass always greener type mentality, isn't it? I think. Or like... Um, curiosity but you don't know what you got till it's gone right and there's a reason you've ended up with someone that fits and you're friends with but for you as well in a relationship sense someone that isn't chatty what would that be like for you you know someone that isn't funny see if I wasn't with someone who's chatty I would be the chatty one that's how it works people bounce off each other yes because I was the one I was always the one before who was the outgoing outspoken like showman of the relationship mm. in most of the relationships anyway previously and because you're so um <sighs> so much i um you know this, by na- i naturally i remember i went out with this girl and i was about 21 she was like 20 or something and she was like a wild party girl and she used to come back from weekends to uni and like she'd been she showed me a tongue once. I was going out of it and it completely freaked me out and it looked like a cheese grater. And she's like, yeah, I took like 10 pills. And I was like, huh? You know, and all this. And um, I remember I was in bed with her once in like the morning or whatever. And she just went, you're, ju- you're, you're just still talking. It's like amazing because I do just do this. And it's I, like now, isn't it? I you think know? about that story all the time. Oh, because I tell you that. Because <laughs> you told me that shortly after we met. And sometimes I just think about it while you are just going on. But she was into my creative side and stuff. But she, you know, she was kind of drum and bass, not a lot to say. We all know people like that. Or maybe you are a person like that. But, you know, ticked all the boxes for a 21-year-old bloke. But apps, I suppose I would try it. I think it has the same, I'm sure it has the same appeal as any of the kind of social media stuff does and not necessarily in a good way. People all unanimously, 100%, say they don't like Tinder. They don't like apps. They don't work. But yet, a lot of people have met their partner through Tinder. Mila and I work at Valentino together. Mila started 
is intergalactic. She hasn't done a whole lot of dating. As soon as she meets someone, they jump straight into that relationship. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. They're having a lucky couple. I'm Neela. Neela? Neela. Neela and Nina. And she does look like a lesbian. Yeah, you always say. <laughs> Whenever looks... they're like pretty and feminine. Yeah. It's not what people. It's not the stereotype, I suppose. I'm excited. Yeah. That's nice. This girl's a lot more easygoing, we yeah. can tell already. Hi, how are you? Good. Oh, that's short. Be careful. What, the skirt or she's no, talking no, short? No, no, the seat. Where are you from? I grew up in Wales and England, and then also Connecticut. Where is it? Okay. Yeah, I like your style. Thank you. It's pretty cool. I like your suit. Thanks. How long is your hair up in that color? About a month. Okay, is it made in panic? They've both got kind of blue hair, right? Yeah, in the trend of dying hair, everybody's dying their own hair, yeah? It's very expensive. It's a very expensive thing to do. But it's dangerous, especially when you're playing around with bleaches. You know, the difference between this and the other dating show is that obviously they're. They're tightly editing it in, so it's hard for oh, us to commentate. With my ex is what it was called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's very segregated, and this is obviously they're just by conversation, by line, they're editing one day in with the other. So it's impossible for us to point out to you at home what is going on here, other than we're watching uh, three dates with five or whatever different lesbians. But obviously, a big difference here between this and that show is that that show was very force-fed by the producers, right? Mm. Like, it was really scripted. They decided what questions they were have, what kind of conversations they were going to have beforehand. So for me, that's a lot less enjoyable to watch. than This has better cinematography. It's great to look at. It's been, They thought about it. It's more made in Chelsea, the style it's filmed, isn't yeah. it? Whereas that's more like dinner date, wasn't it? It's just you come in, you're sitting at the table. There's nothing really about... It's not deep conversation. It's it's actually stu- yeah, it is steered because they tell them on the plate the questions, don't they? Whereas yeah, this, yeah, exactly. but that's different, obviously, for the convention as well. That these are first dates, and the other thing is also, people that are broken up. Yeah. <laughs> this is the um, New York show. We kind of watched a bit of it now. It's glossy. Yeah. It's more interesting than the other show, but it can be cringy actually for Americans because this, which we never see on UK dates on this um, series. I mean, there's been about four dates where someone's walked out. So it's quite dramatic. I think we recommend it on Netflix. But there's a couple of episodes where, yeah, episode seven it or whatever. It feels anticlimactic. And I feel like even though the date, actual date scenario is, you know, realistic enough, the whole second date concept where they meet the second day or whenever that is, like, mm. that, that feels forced. That doesn't feel necessarily real or like it's actually happening. Or Oh, like it's because they have to choose. Yeah. Although that one, the girl didn't choose anyone, did she? So this is actually more like dinner date. There's three dates yeah, or four. Yeah. And then they have dinner, but they just edit this together. So this show could be ripping off dinner date. You never know, in a more glossy New Yorky way. Except in all of the other date shows, they tell you what happened afterwards in all the UK ones, right? Mm. Whether they stayed in touch, whether they got to sit back together, you just watch this them. This is more like a movie. They just walk away yeah. and probably never see each other again. But that's probably for like online culture so that people are, it creates a buzz and people start asking what happened to them and Googling them and season two. I'll see you in a bit, bye. Charlie Hawks, 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 Charlie Hawks,
why don't you give me a little bit on um on personality traits that you're looking for? Yes. I want her to be blonde. I want her to have no history of retardation in family. If uh, possible, she must have plow experience. You're not going to find Americans with plow experience. Just to let you know, us American women, we don't have plow experience. But not, not much. Maybe one year or. I'm, honey, I have zero plow experience. And uh, she must have a good physique. And uh, she must be uh, tight, like a man's anus. Okay, attractive. Hi, welcome back. This is the dinner date segment. It's voiced by the northern woman that I met once at a gig at the 12 Bar Club, Emily, when uh, Ewan McGregor was in the audience, but he wasn't there to see me. I can't remember what her name is, but she used to be in Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps, and she does the, the voice for this. Anyway, what do you think of this show? The formula can't hold my attention anymore, that's for sure. It's just even though background shit. It. Oh, I prefer it to come down with me now, though. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Half an hour. Well, the thing is, is that obviously they never... Never ever stay actually together. stay together. <laughs> they never even see each other again. And the date we've just seen was with a black guy, which we've never seen. We've probably watched a thousand episodes of this. It's a very white show. And they play twenty nine seconds of each track. They have like big tracks, like the biggest tracks of all time. And they only play, they do the classic track because they'd never be able to pay for like Rolling Stones. You know, no. it's like when they're fucking up the cooking it's like the going gets tough we start playing songs like that they would never they'd never pay for but it's for. a great way to take a cheap show right that costs absolutely nothing yeah. they pick they you go into their venue they have to buy all the ingredients yeah. set everything up what does the show pay for the well, surely the show pays for their f- buying the food and that does it i don't know you're deciding to go on it. I definitely pays for the cab ride and the dinner out at the end. I bet you they don't pay for anything before that. I was thinking before I went into my last job, I was going to get into dating of some sort. I was going to work for an app or something. When I, Then I realized that that's usually just bald 40-year-old twats that are behind apps that don't want to employ people. Did you interview for a dating app? No, I didn't, but that was my idea, wasn't it? Mm. But it, I suppose... I'd I'd like to work on a show like this, maybe. So um, would you. The gravy from granules. So would I. So would I. Who cares? So th- what happens in this show, for anyone that's not in the UK, is that a, a woman or a man goes on three dates with three different people. They choose the people from the menu. And on the menu, they'll put, ooh, I'm a fiery Mexican or whatever. They'll have some fajita and it implies that they're Mexican or implies that they're, I don't know, what's the example? Jamaican jerk or something to imply their heritage. They usually go on a date and then it's all staged, awkward in English. Here we go. I run an online YouTube channel. I don't have a job. Is it? So you're doing this for exposure, yeah? You ain't really doing this for the fucking love, are you? Yeah, but see, I would like to believe the narrative that people on like first dates and stuff are actually trying to find a partner, whereas in these shows, I don't believe that that is the case. Yeah, and it's always Diet Coke the advert with women like knocking about on the sunny street. 
And so, sorry, if you're following the narrative, a woman or man picks out of the three dates their favourite date, and then they go for a second date at one grade above. So they have dinner at home where the guy or woman goes to, like, Tesco and gets loads of food and then fucks it up and it's all funny and stuff. But then on a second date, they get to go to a posh place, which is usually just a gastro pub or one step above, like, Pizza Express, Cafe Rouge. If you win, if you get chosen. And then they go... And then on the credits, it goes, they never saw each other again. And it's just completely pointless. But great TV, because, like... I like just the dating. It's kind of awkward and stuff, but people are looking for love and that's the best you can... It's better than watching a documentary about someone who goes around, like, shooting people or, you know, these shows where can't pay, will take it away or you're going to die of this if you keep doing this. All these shows, you know. I think the reason why I was drawn to it in the first place when we first saw it in Edinburgh was because... It is so low low rent. It is like nothing that would ever be on America. The fact that they're just two people being awkward in their own apartment. Like... And the flats are all so small that they can't yeah. fit the camera in it. And a lot of the time, the ones that are under 25 are blatantly in their parents and they're pretending it's their house. It's like a four-bedroom house in Surrey. <laughs> yeah. it all, and they always look the same, don't they? They look exactly the same. And he's about to serve up his chicken couchon starter. That is absolutely not his apartment. <laughs> Got a fireplace. And he's a YouTube blogger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's uh, the dinner date segment. Join us um, again. Dinner popcorn. Uh. Do the popcorn now. Shake your hips up. Uh. And let your back move slip. Uh. Come on now. Yes, I think we can all conclude that dating shows are enjoyable and serve a purpose, whichever one they are, especially if you're in isolation. Quick update from me is that at the beginning of the episode, I'm very confident about my health levels, which have gone down in the past five days and I've had the virus, much like many other people that are in less fortunate positions and it's been fine for me and I'm over it now and it's just been very achy. There's a new guy that's moved in near us um, in our flats that starts a motorbike every two hours. So when I do eventually go out, I'm probably going to kill that guy, just so you know, on the podcast. Throughout this episode, before we go as well, this weird kind of um, dialogue you're hearing through the episode is a film called Samurai Cop. Have you been circumcised? The next episode is coming very soon because myself and the Milkshakes are releasing a new double A-side single on Friday the 27th called Lose Your Phone and Lucy they were set for release a month before all of this stuff happened and the world changed a lot Nonwithstanding, everybody needs a bit of Stonesy Springsteen music every now and then anyway but I'm not going to play that now that's going to be the next entry I hope you've enjoyed this episode take care of each other and fucking stay in you idiots I got a groove I want to move like I never Fuck.